Hey guys, welcome to Therapy. This is Val, your host. And today we're talking about another episode of Relationships. And um, this is actually a topic that I really wanted to talk about um, for a few days now. Because I think we had um, a few episodes where I actually mentioned a little bit of it. But I really wanted to focus in one episode because um, it's something very personal for me. You guys know everything that I talk here, every episode. There's always something very personal about it because the name of the podcast is Therapy. It's just me kind of venting and talking to you guys about um, topics and subjects that really, that really make a part of my life. And I had a very interesting journey with uh, high standards in my life. And the difference between high standards and unrealistic expectations, it's something that really caught my eye. And it's something that I've been through. I've been through having a ton of unrealistic expectations that I had to really stop and think about if this is actually what I wanted or if it was something people were telling me on social media that I have to have um, towards um, experimenting of like a happy and healthy relationship. Um, I was married for almost five years, and I was the type of happy couple that you see on social media that everyone think it was perfect. Um, I never post me and my ex-husband on social media, but people around us, our friends and family, always look at us and say, wow, you guys are so like perfect together. You guys are so happy together. And it was the same feeling of that we have when we're watching those couples on TikTok or any other platforms with those like little clips of just because flowers and having trips together and those little cute surprises. And we think, oh my God, I wish I had a relationship like that. And I had the experience of being the happy couple and everyone talking to me and, and asking, what is what was the secret? And I was like, it's not always like that. The secret of a happy relationship, it's work. People make the mistake of thinking that a happy and healthy relationship means that you're going to have a very easy relationship. And it's the completely opposite. It's hard work. And it's not something bad. This work that you have to put into a relationship is not something bad, but it's not something that it's all the time easy. Like having a, a healthy relationship takes a lot of uncomfortable conversations, a lot of uh, inner work, a lot of realizing that sometimes you need to improve to, uh, towards to, sometimes you have to be improved to actually make that relationship work. Because when you're in a very, uh, when, when you're in a good relationship, that's going to make you improve. But growing, it's not comfortable at all. Growing is always uncomfortable. And I can tell that because I, the beginning of my relationship until the divorce, I was a completely different person. I learned how to be more caring, less selfish, more attentive. I learned how to be more patient. Uh, patient? Patient? Yeah, I'm still learning English, so um, you guys don't have to uh, apologize for that. Uh, um, you're going to have to apologize. Oh, my God, English is so hard. You're going to have to forgive me, okay? 
because um, uh, I'm still learning. So anyways, um, this relationship really showed me um, how to be a better person. And sometimes I, I, I didn't want to see, but um, I learned how to see my flaws and think, well, maybe he has a point. Maybe I need to be more uh, careful with my words. I was always someone that has like no filter and someone that would like say everything that comes to my mind that I still do. But uh, today I'm really mindful of what I say. And he learned the things that was important for me and things that I would love it, that I I loved it. And he took the time to learn. And this is the mistake of a lot of people these days. People don't take the time to learn each other. They just have those unrealistic expectations that the person that you're dating, that you're getting to know, has to know everything about you. Uh, They're expecting that person to just uh, show up and be the perfect guy or the perfect girl and say all the right things and do all of the right things. But that's not how it works. It's okay. It's totally okay for you to have high standards and want a guy to open the door for you, to give you flowers, to, to bring you gifts, to take you on trips. But you have to understand that this takes communication to happen. Yeah, sometimes you're going to find someone that instantly clicks and it's uh, really compatible, but sometimes you won't. There's five different types of love languages and my love language is gifts, but I was married to someone that the love language was act of service. So um, he wouldn't show up every now and then with just because flowers and gifts, but he learned with time that this is how I like to be loved and what you should pay attention when you're getting to know someone. It's not how they first um, act with you. Is he bringing me flowers? Is he bringing me gifts? Is he doing that? No, you have to see how is, how he reacts when you communicate your needs and your wants to him, because there's a few things in a relationship that comes with a package of being a good person, like being loyal, being kind, understanding, understanding all of that comes with being a good person. If you're a good person, you're going to be loyal. If you're a good person, you're going to be respectful. Uh, so all of that, it's uh, a bare minimum, something that she comes with it. But um, um, when it comes to details like gifts or uh, words of affirmation, or touch or all of that you that person doesn't have any any obligation to know the way that you like to be loved you have to be a good communicator and show and tell that person that this is the way you like to be loved and based on how that person reacts to that information then you know if that person really wants to be part of your life or no if that person is really uh, compatible with you or not. Because it's totally okay if you have different love languages and all of that to happen. But you, I think people are paying attention to the wrong things. People are just expecting uh, too much. And when I say expect too much, it's not about the basic things that you should have in a relationship. I'm talking about the extra stuff because, for example, for me, 
the extra stuff that I'm talking about. For me, having someone that opens the door for me, bring me flowers, give me just because gifts. It's something that I really love because my main love language is gifts. Uh, but it's me. Not everyone has a gift love language. I know people that I knew in my life, girls that didn't like flowers. And I love flowers, but I knew girls that didn't like flowers. So um, those specifics are things that you should really communicate with your partner. If there's something that you really love to receive or if there's something that is really important for you and that you really need to feel loved and to feel comfortable, you should definitely communicate with someone, especially if you're in the early stages of dating. You shouldn't just expect that person to show up and be and do everything that you want and everything that you wished for. Some things comes with a package, but there's a lot of particular things that it's you have to learn. And for you to learn, you have to communicate. I'm going to use a very simple and basic example for you guys. I'm someone that is kind of old school. So I'm... I love when a guy opens the door for me. Um, I love to have a protective guy around me. When a guy pull me uh, um, that sidewalk roll that, you know, I think everyone should know. But um, I love when I feel protected by a guy. I know I love when I can be very, have like my feminine side uh, free when I'm around a guy. So I love that. But I know it's not every guy that was raised like that. I know I've been into dates with guys that they didn't open the door for me. They Maybe they opened the door uh, when they picked me up, but they wouldn't open the restaurant door. They wouldn't open the door for me to leave the car just for me to get in. And it's okay because I don't know how they were raised. I don't know how they were taught, but... I'm the one who's that's important for. Like, I see, I'm the one who sees that as important. A guy opening the door for me all the time, for me to get out of the car, get in out of the car, get into a restaurant, leave the restaurant. This is important for me. So I'm the one who needs to communicate to them that that's important for me. If they're not doing it, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to show them. Because I just met them. It's our first date. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to read minds. So I'm going to tell him. I'm going to show him. And this is a trick that someone taught me. And it's amazing because um, guys, they don't like to be told what to do. Uh, and this is true. So um, I, this um, guy friend of mine, he told me that the best way for you to tell a guy what you want is showing him. And of course, uh, you should show a guy, and of course, you have to communicate if doesn't that doesn't work. But it was like in, instead of you just uh, communicate some things, try to show him, you know. And if he doesn't get it, of course, then you you just just communicate in a way. So uh, he taught me this little trick um, because um, I told him that a guy opened the door for me. It's something very important, and he was like, "So well." When you go to a first date with a guy and he doesn't open the door for you, just stand in front of the door and wait. 
Because if most of the times, and I try this with a lot of guys, and only one took a little bit longer, but most of them realized in the next like 10 seconds that I was waiting for them to open my door. And I was sitting over there and the guy instantly came and opened the door. And when I was inside of the car, when they left the car, I would never reach for my door. And then I would wait for them. They would see that I want to leave. And then he, they would like open the door for me. So they knew that they would catch that, that I wanted them to open my door. And um, had just like one guy that I had to actually tell him. And I told him at the end of the day, because he was like, why are you standing there like outside of the car? I was like, I was waiting for you to open the door for me. And he was like, really? I was like, yeah, you know, um, I'm used to always like when I'm with a guy, uh, he opened the door for me to go in, go out instead. And I make like a little funny and I tell to him like a joke or whatever. But the, the more of the story is you have to communicate one way or another, with actions or with words. Um, but you should communicate because that was something important for me, the door thing. So I had to communicate with them and all of the guys that I did that, they never took it in the wrong way. They never were upset about it or mad about it. And this is what I was, that, that's the thing that I was paying attention. I wasn't paying attention if he was open the door for me or no on the first date. I was paying attention how he would react when I showed him that this is something that it was important for me. And most of the guys reacted really well or even apologized like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that I didn't open your door. So this is what you're looking for when you're expressing someone when you're needing what you feel. It doesn't matter if it's just opening a door or if it's like uh, your love language or something even more serious and more deep that you're communicating that, well, I need this. And this is something that you should pay attention, how they react to you expressing your needs and you expressing what you want. Because a person that really cares about you and they love you, they would try to understand, talk to you, or try to improve that. If there's someone that it's not really interested in you or don't have the best interest in heart towards you, they will probably try to make you feel guilty about it, they would like gaslight you. So this is the main thing that I think all girls, I'm talking about girls because men, they do have a lot of unrealistic expectations uh, about women. But we're talking about like what I know here, like my experiences with uh, uh, guys. But here's the thing. Um, for me, this is what I focus right now. I don't focus if a guy brings me flowers on the first date. I, I focus when I tell him or I show him that I love flowers on dates, how he's going to react. So every time that I'm talking to a guy, I don't pay attention too much uh, on his first impulses, but how he reacts to my um, requests. It's not requests, but how he reacts when I express my feelings how he reacts when I express my needs and feelings for him. And um, of course, um, um, there's uh, a lot of things that she comes with a package, like I said, but a few of those uh, details and things that are more particular, uh, I think um, 
in the, depending, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you should focus more on how that person takes um, your input or the way you communicate to them instead of just expecting them to read your mind and just know the right thing to say and do because I get it. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes you just click with someone and that person is uh, really compatible to you. They have the same love language and they just express they love the way that you like to be loved and that's the instant click. But most of the time that doesn't happen. Most of the time people have different love languages and sometimes it's not that way that they show love, but it's the way that you like to be loved. So the main thing is for you to make sure that you're communicating and that you're being a good communicator about your needs and your wants and paying attention if that person is a good listener. And if that person really cares about you, I think that's the key for a long and happy relationship. That was the key for my relationship. I took time to learn things that he liked and he took time to learn the things that I liked. And this is how it works. People are around me these days, my family, my friends, I, I show them the way I like to be loved. And the reason why they're still my friends and they're still around me is because for them, it wasn't a burden or it wasn't um, hard at all to show me um, how they love me that way. Because people, they don't have to know the way that you wanted to be loved, but they shouldn't mind to love you the way you be loved. That's the key thing. You should keep people around you that don't mind to show you love the way you want. Because um, I, I'm not someone that really good with words when like in relationships, like I'm not really good at telling the way I feel and being open about my feelings. I, my first love language is gift and my second one is a quality time. So I show love. Um, giving small gifts and planning dates together, planning a dinner or planning something, planning a movie night, planning a trip. This is my love language. And I've been in a relationship with someone that uh, was active service and then um, words of affirmation. And I really needed to change the way I was showing love because I was showing love the way I wanted to be loved. But when you're in a relationship, you have to show love the way that person wants to be loved. And this is goes both ways. So if they were taking the time to learn the way to love me, I, was, I, I had to take the time to learn how they want to be loved. And this is the important thing. Uh, someone that really cares about you, they will take the time to learn how you want to be loved. And this is the most important thing in the world. This is what you should pay attention, not how they act on the first, you know, sight, the way they act on the first time they see you, but how they, they, how much effort they put to actually pay attention to you and learn the way you want to be loved. I think this is for me is key and really helps you separate um, the that thin line between high standards and unrealistic expectations because with communicating you you're breaking that 
that expectation and actually communicating because um, it's normal. It's you just we're just humans. We have expectations, but we need to learn how to communicate them better and let the other person clearly know that this is something that you need and you want. And um, another topic that I wanted to talk about around that subject as well is how important it is for you to really understand that you really that you're worthy of all of that because I used to have a long list of things that I really wanted in a relationship and in someone and it was a it was a really good standard that I had but deep deep down I never truly believed that I was worthy of all of that and this is can really get in the way of you having a good relationship as well you going too high and being too delusional and getting attached to all of those really unrealistic expectations can be harmful harmful for you but you going to the opposite too of not believing that you're worthy and having no standards or having those standards but not believing that you're actually worthy of you can be very uh dangerous for you because I've been to the two opposite sides I've been into way too delusional and I was in the way too insecure side I had a list of things that I wanted but when it was come to actually taking an action about it I would get scared I'm gonna use a very very small example for you guys here just so you understand I'm someone that I always wanted to have that type of old school relationship when a guy always opened the door for you. Like all the time, or pull the, and pull the chair, all of those little things. And this was something that I always wanted to experience in a relationship because I would see movies, I would see everywhere, and I'd be like, wow, I think I want that for me. And I had that on my list. I was like, I want a guy to open the door for me every time I go in and out. But... When I would go on a date with a guy and he didn't open the door for me, I would think, oh, maybe I shouldn't say anything, you know, maybe I'm just like asking for too much or no, I'm just going to let it go. And then I would let go and he would never open the door for me and I would never say anything about it. And it would be like that. Um, it wouldn't open. I wouldn't say anything. And that was just a small example. But that goes for even like deeper, deeper things. So uh, because of that, I got into a very toxic relationship after my divorce. And it was, it was the worst months of my life. And I got into that relationship because of that. Because I had a really huge list. And it was a great list of things that I really wanted in a relationship. But every time that I saw something that wouldn't match that, I would think, mm, well, maybe I just can let you know, let go. I think it's not that bad. And at the end of the relationship, I had no standards left. I was in, I ended up being in a relationship with a guy that didn't meet any of them, even the most basic ones, even the most the small ones and the the, the most... Uh, the ones that should come with the package. Like I ended up with a guy that wasn't loyal, wasn't respectful, wasn't faithful, everything. I ended up with a guy that was garbage. And I would think how the hell I ended up in that relationship because since the beginning, little by little, I would like, 
ignoring all of those things that I had on my list of standards and think, ah, but maybe, maybe I'm just like, you know, he's, he's such a nice guy. Maybe I, you know, this is something that I don't, I don't need or something that I don't have to worry about that much. And little by little, I got the end of that list and it, it was nothing left. And the problem was I never believed that I was worthy of that because right now, after a year of being single and having the most amazing friends and family around me, I things changed because I never had a guy that did all of that. But last year I met a client that right now it's part of my friendship group that every time we would go out, he would open the door for me to leave the car for me to go in every place that we go in he was always holding the door for me every time we we're walking on the sidewalk he would put me in, uh, in the in the inside part of the sidewalk every time we we're across the street he would put the hands and be like go behind me let me go first and all of those little things and little by little i start seeing i'm not asking for too much you know I'm not asking for too much when a guy, when I want a guy to open the door for me. And then I never had a guy who would send me flowers every month or a guy who always wait for me with flowers. But I have a mom that for the past a year and a half, every time that I go visit her, she has flowers waiting for me. Last year, I think I went four or three times in one month, like, oh, oh. All, every weekend I was spending uh, time with her and every weekend she had a different bouquet of flower waiting for me. My mom, she lives in Boston. I live here in Miami and she sent me just because flowers. Sometimes I hear a knock on my door and there's like a big bouquet and I call them. I'm like, mom, why did you send me this? She was like, oh, just, just so you know that I love you. So um, I never had a guy to do that for me, but I have my mom. Like I... One thing that it's on my list, uh, if you mean, like, I want a guy, he's a gentleman. Like, if he has me to go out, he will pay for me. And this always happened with me, but I have friends. I have girlfriends that every time they ask me out, they never let me touch my wallet. So I start having all of those experiences from friends and family. And that truly helped me to understand that I'm not asking for too much when I expect a guy to open the door for me. I'm, I'm not asking too much when I ask for flowers every time I see a guy. I'm not asking too much when every time I go out with the guy and every time he asks me out, he pays for me. I'm not asking too much, you know. And I have to do my part of communicating to the person that it's like trying to uh, be part of my life that this is how... I live my life. This is how I'm treated. This is how I'm used to be treated. And this is how it, it works to be in my life. I'm going to do my part of communicating. I'm going to do my part and let it clear that this is how it works to be in my life. And if you're up to it, great. If you're not, bye. Right now, if I go on a date and I show and tell a guy my needs and my wants and he doesn't react in a good way, bye. Because I have that in my life. If you're not coming to my life to be an addition, you're out of it. I'm not going to low my standards for you. 
So the mistake here, it's not having high standards. It's not knowing how to communicate them. Because a lot of things comes with the package, but a bunch of a lot of things, you have to be a good communicator and make sure that you let him, let him clear that this is what you want. And most of the time, the reason why I wasn't letting them know or I wasn't being clear is because deep, deep down, I didn't believe that I deserved that. The main reason why I wouldn't communicate my standards and I wouldn't say anything, it was because I deep, deep down didn't believe I was worth of all that. I didn't believe I truly deserve all that. Because when you know that you truly deserve, you're not afraid of communicating. You're not afraid of telling a guy or a girl, this is what I want and this is what I need in a relationship. You know, it's okay for you to want uh, a person that sends you just because flowers, plan trips, treat you like a queen, but you have to let them know that this is the way you should be treated. This is the only way you accept to be treated. And if they're okay with that, great. If they're not, they leave because people have different standards and it's okay. So the only thing that you should know is learn how to communicate them and then go from there. This is the only thing. I think the only thing that's missing these days is clear communication. And the reason why I wasn't communicating was because I never believed that I was worthy of all of that. Now, if a, a, I'm not afraid of communicating to a guy when he doesn't open the door for me. Of course, I'm not a, like a bitch about it. But I'm polite. I let him know that this is the way I'm used to be treated. Um, this is the way, uh, like, my mom is an example. When I'm talking to a guy, I usually let him know at some point what my mom does for me. And it's a way for him to see this is how people around me treat me. And this is how I am used to be treated. So um, you can start with hints. You can start until you have more like uh, intimacy. And then, of course, you can have a clear communication right away. You, you can be brutal if you want, but like, I'm not someone that's too brutal. I like to be more like delicate about it. And I try to show a guy the way I'm treated with hints. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't work just with hints. Sometimes you had just to like let them know and be clear about it. But um, I go slow. Every time I meet a guy, I, I try to communicate. Uh, every time that I talk to them, um, I'm more clear. And don't be afraid of communicating your boundaries or your standards for a guy or a girl. Never be afraid. Because people think that when you put boundaries, that person's going to bail on you and it's not gonna, that person's not going to like you. But if that's the case, um, actually, that was actually a blessing. If you communicate your boundaries and your standards to someone and they get mad or they bail on you, that was a blessing because a person that really cares about you and it's, it's meant to be in your life, they're never going to be bothered about your standards and your, and your boundaries. And that's true because I have this on my life already. I have someone that opens the door every time I go out. I have someone that sends me just because flowers. I have someone that every time that comes to my house, I have friends that always bring me flowers and wine. I have uh, friends that every time they ask me to go, they never let me touch my wallet. I have friends that don't mind loving me the way that I want to be loved. And this is the key. 
you have to find someone that don't mind loving you the way you want to be loved. I had to learn the way people around me want to be loved. And for me, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not a big deal. For me, it's not a burden. For me, it's not, it's not much at all. If I have to show you, if you love uh, roads of affirmation, but that's not my thing at all, I don't care. I'm going to tell you I love you 10 times a day if I have to. If your love language is active service, I'm going to do everything that I can to make your life easier and to show him that I love you, even though that's not my language. The key for you to have a happy and healthy relationship and you learn how that person wants to be loved. Because if you don't, there's always going to have some miscommunication there. So make sure that you learn how to love that person the way that they want to be loved and make sure this is a two-way street, okay? Make sure this is, this is coming and going. And this is, this is the most important thing. And when you realize that you're not asking for too much and that you deserve all of that, it makes it really easier for you to stand up for yourself and communicate your boundaries and have a good person, good people around you. So um, I really wanted to bring the, this topic here because um, it's something that it's very personal for me. I've been through a lot of things. I've been through all of that. Right now, I'm still building my standards. I'm still learning how to stand up for myself. I'm still learning how to communicate better because I used to have that mentality of, uh, in my case, guys have to learn, have to read my mind. I would expect guys just to treat me the way I think I should be treated in my mind. But um, I learned that a few things in a relationship, you have to communicate. A few things are very specific. Um, there's a lot of general things that you, you sh it should happen in a relationship, of course. But there's some details that we always expect people to know, but it's a detail. It's something very specific about you that if you don't communicate, there's no way they're going to know. So um, I think um, that's um, something that I'm really working on it and I'm seeing a lot of like upgrades uh, in my life. I'm having better people around me, better friends, and not just about like romantic relationships. If you apply that to your family, friends, and any type of relationships that you have around you, you're going to see how much easier it's going to be for you to have good people around you and get rid of toxic friends, toxic relationships, toxic family members and all of that. So um, be mindful, uh, be a good communicator and learn that you deserve everything that you want in life. And you just have to be sure and know for sure that you really deserve that. And don't be afraid to communicate it to everyone. Don't be afraid to tell people how they should love you. Don't be afraid to tell people um, and the way you want to be treated. And don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. So um, it was great to have you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. And we see you guys on my episode.